You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi guys, I'm Prasad Banerjee and I write about tech at Mint. And this is Techcentra, a podcast where we ta- tackle some hot topics in technology and also bust some myths. So over the past year technological changes rapidly evolving customer preferences and a general reconfiguration of you know the global economic order have led to a lot of unprecedented challenges for businesses and of course their leaders the CIOs the CFOs and everybody else and all of this will continue irrespective of whether we have the pandemic or not it is going to continue in future Now with all this turbulence it has led to a sort of a disruption in supply changes and even a dearth of talented workforce which means that business leaders today have a lot of new disruptions to face and new strategies to form but what do CFOs CIOs and other business leaders do to face these roadblocks We have with us today Ruchir Kalra who's the head of insight for Oracle India Asia Pacific to answer these questions. Ruchir has been with Oracle for over 3 years where he guides his clients on the best ways for them to align their business with technology. He has an MBA from the Indian School of Business and has worked with McKinsey and Company as well as Cisco. Thanks a lot Ruchir for joining us. Thank you so much Prasad thanks for having me So without further ado we'll just quickly dive into the questions right mm-hmm. So Richard you know over the of course like I spoke you know over the last year or two years now there have been a lot of changes the pandemic has pushed a lot of business transformation and of course the cloud is very very important So how does an effective cloud strategy help organizations overcome the challenges that they're facing today excellent question let me let me start by explaining where we are and i think it's nothing new and everybody would agree it has been a disruptive year not only for a normal way of life as you and i feel it but for businesses as well and depending on which business or industry vertical you are part of you are either saying the demand far outpacing the supply in certain scenarios say healthcare or vice versa where supply has completely outpaced what the demand was or the demand is completely gone think retail sector wherever you are you are absolutely seeing two things one the customer channel has changed significantly more towards digital because people are trying to transact remotely and same way for your internal employees so what's happening is businesses that have or have had been straddled with high it fixed cost have found it very difficult to adjust to this new normal and i know it's a utilized very utilized term now but the new normal is where you are able to quickly change directions or align to the pace of change depending on which variant we are now facing and i think we are now on the fourth variant today hopefully next year is better but that's which is where it brings me to a perfect point of from a our industry perspective which is where i see it where my clients see it the it fixed cost becomes a challenge and therefore the antidote to that is you adopting cloud does that answer your question obviously yeah you know it, it's funny how it's been about 2 years now and we're still saying that hopefully <laughs> the next year will be better 
<laughs> but yeah. we live on we live on hope and <laughs> yes uh, if anything that the new variant is telling us is the hospitalizations are down and we are keeping fingers crossed yeah. so, but it is still continues to have an impact on life in general and therefore on businesses and on finance yeah yeah and mm-hmm. you know while all of this has happened a lot of companies have of course mm-hmm. migrated to the cloud uh the general adoption of cloud has grown but how do businesses define the whole idea of success with cloud are there sort of performance indicators that they look at or benchmarks that they have to keep in mind if you are able to align your it spend to the business outcome as close as possible that is where you would say that's peak cloud for your perspective so if you start looking at it not for it consumption and i'm using it as a very generic term here if you start seeing the consumption of information technology and the whole stack as a value addition to a business output rather than just a cost function i think we've reached peak cloud overall so i think that would be one big measure from a business's perspective as to how you would see it as a successful cloud strategy am i able to change or vary my it consumption according to my business output requirement and which is what we saw in various industries as i was mentioning previously as well right if your business demand suddenly exceeds what your planned forecast was can you scale up rapidly you and i are talking today on zoom zoom was able to scale up so rapidly is because it's entirely deployed on cloud and i'm a little bit proud but i'm not going to say which cloud it is let's just go with that uh, the point being i i cloud has not only given us the variability of cost consumption but it has also given us the ability to scale faster and i think both those things are extremely important in the world that we are in today more importantly it will be even more critical when we think normalcy has been resumed we are post covid how do the businesses then think about stabilizing or sustaining what they have put in place under emergency measures if you will so is that my best possible strategy or do i want to change something in the future that variability of your change and sustainability will also be better supported if you are consuming variable slices of time rather than infrastructure itself if you will so in this you know in this world of accelerated cloud adoption hybrid clouds multi clouds and all where do companies like oracle come in how do you help companies differentiate their cloud strategies great question oracle has been around for a while as you might know it's been very very well known for certain technology areas such as database or erp our first attempt to cloud unfortunately wasn't very successful but very few organizations get a retake and just like in real life and i think oracle got a chance to then look at what worked what didn't work and then we launched what was called the generation 2 cloud which is the oracle cloud infrastructure today oci now we designed this ground up for business critical applications because we realized two things one majority of the oracle applications that the companies today run on premise are business critical and therefore they would need to find a home for those applications and secondly those are the applications around which the data is really growing rather than the peripheral or second tier applications which are now today on cloud majority of them 
So we designed the generation to cloud for business critical applications, keeping in mind performance, keeping in mind the security, and most importantly, keeping in mind the cost economics of it. And then we started differentiating ourselves to the next level by providing tools such as modern cloud economics. How do you optimize what you're already running on cloud? How do you run cloud better? How do you utilize cloud better? by providing more granular billing so that you have a clear understanding of where the cost needs to be, which department is using cloud more than the other department and how do I allocate my charges better from a finance perspective or providing built-in automation. How can I move applications to cloud faster? How can I reduce manual work as it comes to running those applications? So those are the kind of things that we started building in as tools into the cloud capabilities. And finally, we looked at the deployment options. Not all of our clients want to put all of the customer data or their own data, think financial services client, think public sector or certain telcos into the public cloud. And therefore they needed the flexibility to have the full service capability of the public cloud, but they wanted to have it in their data center. And therefore we started creating hybrid cloud options for them, specifically for them. And a lot of our clients from Japan to the United States have been able to take a lot more advantage of this, and including Australia, sorry, I missed to mention, where they have dedicated public cloud infrastructure just for their data or their hosting itself. So those hybrid cloud options creates another layer of differentiators from an Oracle cloud perspective. And from an examples perspective, I can tell you Zoom, where they have been able to utilize the Oracle Cloud infrastructure to be able to scale extremely rapidly or think of auto manufacturers in Japan who are utilizing high performance cloud capabilities for vehicular design or think about certain federal governments within certain countries utilizing that dedicated public cloud capability for their specific purpose only. Those are the kind of examples where this differentiator really comes in to the front. Got it. So this has obviously become like a very integral part of a, of a company's business strategy, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it, it's not something that only IT teams are concerned with. Of course, members of the board have to be involved. Mm -hmm. What is the approach that, you know, these people have to take today? Will they take a siloed approach? What will work today? I always, I always say this in a very interesting way. When in doubt, go platform. And, and which is basically saying, even if you must silo, you should silo at least within a domain. You can granularize silos as much as you want. I can silo just one team. I can silo, silo one function within an organization. I can silo one person on a man desk trying to manage something or create a report. You can silo as granularly as possible and most organizations end up doing that anyways. But platform approach is always better. And when I say platform, I you can interchange, use word of platform to domain. So for example, one domain could be customer experience. One domain could be my back office. One domain could be my middle office, which has all the interconnectivity that's available. One domain could be IT. You are able to manage these domains as much as you, and I'm quote unquote silos, but that gives you a platform approach to how you deploy anything. How are you able to reutilize your resources more cross-functionally, more cross-business-wise? And the bigger your overall business sprawl, which is if you are a conglomerate, for example, or you have multiple businesses within a group umbrella, you are able to manage those domains a lot better. There's economies of scale in managing that as a platform and as a domain. 
So my approach to all my clients, when they think about how should we approach something, platform is always better. Does when, that answer your question or should I elaborate further? Go ahead. No, it does. It does. But when you speak to your clients, right? When, you, when you're giving this advice, now different companies will have different needs and everybody will sort of need to innovate with their cloud strategy. How do companies do that? How will companies innovate with the cloud strategy that they have? So there are, there are three things. So, so cloud has provided, and I think that was the title of this podcast as well. It's the economics of innovation. It's not only the economies of scale, but it has sort of democratized innovation. You have features and capabilities, and I don't want to get into too much technicality here, or if you want, I can, is it has democratized innovation by creating capabilities such as low code or no code. When business users want to create an application on a fly, they typically find it extremely difficult and they therefore have to queue their request into an IT long queue because IT resources are limited. And you talked about talent at the beginning of the podcast, so talent is limited. But if a business requires a quick turnaround, can the business user innovate by themselves without really understanding the depths of the technology foundation that really need to be there? Cloud now provides that. That is just one example. There are built-in capabilities now available on cloud and the amount of investments each cloud provider is doing in terms of getting certifications out there, which is essentially for Oracle's case, the certification is free. So you can go and register and certify yourself on Oracle Cloud to be at least basically pro proficient in being able to create something on cloud or innovate. In general, the cloud business is about an ecosystem. The more people develop on your platform, the more widely utilized the platform would be. The more partners try using your platform, the better utilized your overall cloud platform would be. So the way innovation works is you democratize it and then the economies of scale or the economies of innovation start kicking into the picture. Can you share any examples of use cases where you've seen companies sort of, you know, transform their business using such cloud strategies? There are, in my in my domain, and especially where I am based, we talk to a lot of telcos and a lot of banks and public sector, which are the three largest industry verticals, if you will, within Australia and New Zealand. And conversations with them have been around, well, we've been utilizing cloud for a very long time. What is it that we need to do to move those business critical workloads, which almost 60 to 70% still remain on premise, how do we get them to move? The way most banks or most telcos are now thinking about is not just multi-cloud environments. Everybody has realized one cloud or one vendor is not enough. Everybody has certain qualities or unique selling points, if you will. And therefore, from multi-cloud environments, everybody started to mature towards what is called the right cloud strategy. Which application is best on which cloud? I'll give you an example of our competition. MS Office runs best on Azure and for obvious reasons. Same way Oracle ERP runs best on Oracle because we have the built-in applications, we have the workflows, we have the automation already built in and it's been optimized to run our own software the best. So clients are now realizing that there has to be not only a multi-cloud strategy, but a right cloud strategy and are therefore defining what is called the cloud placement criteria, where you look at an application and say, okay, fine, where given this application and my requirement for say architecture or security or availability, where will this run best? And therefore I can decide it will probably run best on Oracle or Amazon 
or Microsoft or Google, for example. Where should I put this application for the best impact or the best output that is possible, both in terms of cost and performance? And therefore, that is where we've been talking to a lot of our clients. And as an example, those are the kind of workloads that are difficult to move business critical workloads or really large data oriented workloads. Those are the ones where typically Oracle gets called in and said, we need to move this based on performance security or other requirements. I, I'm not going into a lot of specifics, but I hope that gives you a little bit of a sense in terms of kind of clients that we work with or the kind of workloads that they're looking to. It does. It does. So it's, it's very clear that, uh, you know, having a strong cloud strategy is basically going to be the foundation of sort of doing business in the, you know, during pandemic and post pandemic world that we're facing today. Thanks a lot, Richard. Thanks a lot for joining us and sharing your insights. You're very welcome. I really enjoyed this. Thanks for the chance. And yeah, you have a nice day. You can simply check out the Bring Your Data, Build Your Future page on LiveMint or email at letstalk underscore in at oracle.com. This episode was sponsored by Oracle. And that's it for this week's episode. Please do let me know what you thought of it and what else you would want me to cover. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. That's U-N-D-E-R-T-E-C-H-E-R. You can also give us feedback at HT Smartcast. We're present on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please do log on to htsmartcast.com and listen to all of our productions. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.